Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. When we talk about functional fitness, we typically mean we're training movements, not muscles. We're trying to do things in the gym that mimic things in everyday life outside of it. My goal as a coach for my athletes is to have them moving well and feeling great, whether their sport is on a field, in an office, on a construction site, in a classroom, at home, or anywhere else. Bodybuilding takes a different approach to fitness, where the athletes are trying to maximize muscle size and definition, achieve body symmetry, and reduce body fat to ultra-low levels for competitions. And while many sports have their dangers and drawbacks, for some reason, the functional fitness world has always been at odds with the bodybuilding world. This is where my guest and I hope to serve as ambassadors to find some common ground. Ricky Williams was my college roommate and has been bodybuilding since high school. Now in his late 20s, Ricky has gone from a skinny kid in his teens to having built the size, definition, and pure strength most people can only dream of achieving. I've been fortunate enough to be around Ricky to see the work that it takes and witness the kind of actual functional strength and athleticism that can be built by doing bodybuilding style training. His programming and knowledge on the subject is vast and has even helped shape my functional coaching over the years. The concepts Ricky employs in his daily training even show up in the Straight Shot Training Program since we're all about balance in our approach to fitness. Gaining lean muscle and strength are two goals I see on almost every personal training intake form I receive. And the methods behind bodybuilding absolutely make their way into the manner in which I train, even though my program might not look like a bodybuilding program. Ricky and I sat down to catch up and talk about the common ground that our methods have and what functional fitness athletes can learn from bodybuilders and vice versa. So we're here with Ricky Williams. Uh, for those of you who didn't go to college and get to know Ricky a little bit, uh, Ricky, why don't you give us a quick bio for everyone listening. Uh, tell us about what your lifting background is. So did you play sports? How did you get into bodybuilding? Um, well, I played baseball growing up as a kid, um, and then I swam and played lacrosse in high school. Um, I got into lifting because uh, I used to really like the show Dragon Ball Z, and uh, <laughs> those guys just looked awesome. They had huge muscles. You know, I didn't know anything about lifting weights or bodybuilding, but there was one uh, episode in particular I watched where the main character Goku was training in this capsule going through outer space and he was doing sit-ups and there's weights and stuff and that was the first time I had seen anything like that. So I went out into my um, backyard and I hung upside down from a tree and started doing sit-ups because that's what he was doing. Okay. Um, and then... <laughs> how old were you then? I was 11. Okay. And, uh, and then so I started doing sit-ups. Um, my dad had these little dumbbells in the garage that looked just like the ones on the show. So I started um, curling them. I took a, a yellow rope and threw it around a tree and made my own tricep extension. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, my, I had a shower curtain, shower rod, cur uh, shower curtain rod. Yeah. And I put cinder blocks on it and used it as a bench. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I just started like really primitively. Had no yeah. idea what I was doing. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to look like the, those characters, like, you know, Goku from Dragon Ball Z yeah. and, you know, Superman and Batman. They just looked cool. I didn't know what bodybuilding was or... Okay. Anything like that. But that's where I started. Um, and then my neighbor, um, a gym went out of business in Frederick, and he bought all the equipment that was in it, or the majority of it, yeah. put it in his basement. He had a really big house. 
um, and he knew that I had just started getting into all that stuff. Okay. And he told me that I can come in whenever I want. He'd always keep his basement door unlocked, and I could use all his equipment. Yeah. He had everything, lap pull-downs, cable rows. Oh, nice. Dumbbells went up to 150. Jeez. Um, so then I started in there, um, and then I uh, still had no idea what bodybuilding was. I just still liked these superheroes and had no idea what I was doing. I'd pick a dumbbell <laughs> up raise it over my head and count to 250. <laughs> it didn't do anything for me, yeah. but in my mind, I was like, yeah. this is doing something. Um, and then uh, when I was 17, um, after messing around, my mom uh, took me into Fitness First, and that's Gold's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but she took me into Fitness First because she knew I really wanted to uh, go to the gym, and uh, I got a membership there, and that's when I met a bunch of other weightlifters okay. and bodybuilders, and that's when I like finally understood what you know, bodybuilding was and that, you know, how many other people were really into it. Because yeah. before, it was, I was kind of, like, isolated doing my own wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> For six years doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you played lacrosse, too, didn't you? Yeah, I played yeah. lacrosse in okay. high school. Yep. So um, did you ever do any, like, lifting with the team? Did, was that even, like, something that they did much of? No, they didn't do any of that. Yeah, they just did a lot outside of, of Yeah, outside yeah. of football in high school, yeah. only recently that they started doing, like, yeah. actual you know, lifting, lifting. Programs, yeah, because <laughs> it's good for everybody. But yeah, they didn't. My gym um, at the time in the school was very small. They okay. didn't have very much anything at all. You know, they just had a few bench presses and like power clean stuff, and that just wasn't you know my thing. Yeah. Um, and then you know for sports, swimming, there was no weightlifting. It was all yeah. cardio and swimming, okay. and then lacrosse, it was all running. Yeah. So your and sports, your sports were swimming, lacrosse, and baseball before yeah. you started lifting. Yep. yep. So then once you actually started lifting with those guys at Fitness First. Mm -hmm. What kind of drew you more towards bodybuilding? Um, my my granddaddy bought me the movie Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's when I first saw like a bodybuilding show. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, you know when you get up and he was graded on you know symmetry, size, proportion, you know, the clarity of each muscle group, and that's when I you know saw bodybuilding, and that was it all happened around the same time. You know what I mean? Like it was all yeah. coming together as things do. Um, and I watched that movie and. It was instantly like, you know, this is what I want to do. Like, it yeah. was like my answer to my questions. Like, I really want to um, look like a bodybuilder and, okay. and live like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Because um, it was no longer like a fake animated character. Yeah. It was yeah, a real, real person. Looking like yeah, and it was real people. Like. And I, it was, it was attainable for me. It was no longer like, I can try, but maybe it was. I know I can do it. So yeah. Um, that movie changed everything. Really. So you saw that when you were like seventeen. Yeah. And yep. how old are you now? I'm twenty nine now. Twenty nine. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so over the past decade, you've obviously figured out what stuff works, works and, what and what stuff doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that for a little bit. So right. In the past ten years, what was your lightest body weight? My lightest body weight was one fifty. Well, after high school, when I got into lifting, it was one fifty nine, and that was about two and a half years ago. Okay, because you've been up and yeah. you went down. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. always going up and down. Yeah, and so what was the heaviest that you've been then? Um, the heaviest I was two seventy nine. Okay. Yep. And how tall are you? I'm 5'10". Okay. Yeah, give you guys a frame of reference. Uh, so what do you think are some of the misconceptions that people have when they're trying to achieve the bodies they want? What, what is the kind of, uh, some of the biggest mistakes people have? Because you've done this for 10 years. You yeah. know what works and what doesn't. And you see a lot of people making the same mistakes yeah. over and over again. So what's probably one of the bigger ones? Uh, not being open-minded. Okay. I feel like the main problem people have when it comes to getting to how they want to look is not being open-minded, not learning new things, not trying new things. Okay. I think a lot of people, they'll be told one thing or they'll read one thing and they will think that that is the answer and yeah. they're not open to trying new things that might work better for them. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's the main thing. It's okay. just, there's, there's no trial and error anymore. Yeah. It's they read something and that's a definite answer when, 
you know, what works for you might not really make sense on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, also, the thing that doesn't make sense to me is people will try things, and they'll try them for, like, four or five years, and they uh, look the same. Yeah. I mean, I see people... I've been training people for a decade now, yeah. and I've seen people over the past 10 years that look exactly the same. Yeah. Now, granted, some people want to look the same, they yeah. just want to have performance goals, but for people who want to change the way they yeah. look, if you keep doing the same thing yeah. and expect different results, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but you know, they, they just keep telling themselves that you know this is right, this is how it's going to work, and this yeah. is how I'm going to get there. Um, and the other thing that goes with that is doing the same thing for you know a long period of time is when people do try new things, sometimes they don't spend long enough trying the new things. Yeah, you know, so it's the, a combination, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lack of it's, patience. It's one or the other. Yeah, they yeah. try it, like, oh, it didn't work for me, but, you know, it, it very well may have. Yeah. They just don't know. Um, I had read one time about this bodybuilder. I forget. His name was Vince something. Um, I don't know his last name, but he was around in, like, the 60s and 70s. And it was really cool um, because he said that he would go to the gym, and he obviously knew, like, you know, tricep extensions for your triceps. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's all different heads different parts it works yeah. and you know they would tell him okay this works this and then he would say okay I, I hear you but then yeah. he what he would do is he would go into the gym do you know tricep extensions all day long just okay. that one exercise a million sets all day long and yeah. he would go home just that one thing because the next day when he woke up he wanted to see exactly what part of his tricep was sore oh that's interesting yeah, and, yeah. and he wanted to see which part it worked him specifically okay. the most and he would do that with every body part everything preacher wow. curls yeah he would go in that day I mean, it's obviously excessive, but yeah. I think it's a brilliant idea. And after I read that, I was like, oh man, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to do that yeah. because things work differently for other people. You know, uh, dumbbell pullovers is one of the main things. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it works my chest, oh, it works my lats, it works yeah. my triceps. Yeah. Um, you know, and people's muscles are different. There's different leverages, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like your muscles are bigger, your, your, your bones are different. It's yeah. going to work you differently. So I feel like people really need to try things. Yeah. I always tell people that your body is the best laboratory. You yeah. can read whatever study you want to on this led to this, mm -hmm. Even, and with diet, the same thing, yes. is that there is not one training program, there's not one diet, it's just you've gotta find out what works for you. Yeah. And you gotta be honest with yourself about, well, is it really working for you? Are yeah. you seeing the changes you wanna see? Do you look yeah. and feel and perform the way you want to? But I think that we actually just did a, a podcast recently on patience and how difficult it is. Yeah. Because like you said, some people just, either they do the same thing over and over again, but they're not willing, but they don't see any difference, yeah. or, and I used to be this way a long time ago, is, is, program hopper yeah. is I always like doing different things, but I, the results that I wanted required me to stay in a program for longer than four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, some of the stuff you've got to stick with, but then you also need to know when is it time to switch up. Yeah. So, yeah. Which yeah. is, and then like you said, it's a trial and error process. Yeah. So for, for someone like you, you might need a hypertrophy program to gain muscle. Mm -hmm. The amount that you want in 12 weeks, it might take me 18 weeks. Yeah. Or the opposite. So it's, yeah, you really got to figure out what, what works for you. So we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, mindset of bodybuilding, which a lot of people don't understand as well, along with the training. So we'll be right back. Coming soon to the airwaves from the DC TV Podcast Network, the Krypton Podcast, your source for all things related to the upcoming Krypton TV show on sci-fi. All right, welcome back. So we wrapped up talking kind of the more uh, physical, uh, technical programming type stuff with bodybuilding. But let's talk a little bit about the mindset of bodybuilding, which is, I think, very misunderstood. So what types of personal qualities do you think bodybuilding or, or even just you know being under heavy loads, strength training, 
what kind of personal qualities do you think this develops? I think for the people who that are serious about it, which I feel like is few. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of weightlifters, but I feel like there's very few people who take it um, very seriously, even if they act like they do. Yeah. Um, for those who take it very seriously, I feel like it makes you organized. Okay. Um, it makes you a very organized person um, because you have to know what you're doing. You yeah. Have to, you have to have a plan. Yeah. You know, so you, you have to be an organized person. Um, obviously, it makes you disciplined. Yep. Um, because you have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, with the eating and the time that it takes to go to the gym, the time that it takes to cook the food, the time that it takes to eat the food, you know, w when you're working all the time, you know, like we talked about before, yeah. it, it's hard to, to eat all the time because yeah. your employer <laughs> might not want you to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have to fit in when you can, as quick as you can. Um, so it, 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 it definitely, um, definitely helps with discipline um, because you have to be uh, – I think, um, I think patience. Pa oh, patience. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how I forgot that. Patience. Because <laughs> like everything takes, this is one thing. It's not instant. It's not anywhere near yes. instant. Um, it takes years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, like with Dexter Jackson, he's, I think he's like 50, 52 or 50 years old. Yeah. Professional bodybuilder. He looks better today. Oh um, yeah. Than he's ever looked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a never ending, um, process and yeah. you know patience is one of them because if you want it now if you want to look like Arnold right now it's not, not gonna happen, happen. And yeah. you have to calm down and you have to have patience and also with patience I feel like confidence and not confidence is in like a cocky arrogant way but I feel confidence is in you have to have confidence in what you're doing yeah um, because if you're unsure of your program if you're unsure of your diet if you're debating I ah, am I doing this right or should I change this should I do that yeah you're it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy you're not going to get those the gains that you want you're not going to get the body that you want because you have to have the confidence in what you're doing yeah um in the, in the movie pumping iron there's a there's a little snippet where arnold um he, he's just in the middle of what he says I, it just stuck out to me for some reason but he just says it will come yeah he, he was talking about like you know training and everything and he just said he didn't have to worry about that part of it at all he says i have confidence in my muscles and that like i just I, they will come yeah. like because huh. you know he took time off and uh from lifting and let me move back up <laughs> I got confused because she was like okay. she was like staring in the staring window in the window. I was like what's going on yeah. um, it better not be another class in here it wasn't but, on the schedule but, um, uh, well I think I think a lot of that is, is self-awareness like yeah. knowing yourself and you learn your, your, about yourself yeah. I, I've told people before some of the, the biggest lessons I've learned about myself I've learned under a bar because mm -hmm. I've done I mean I competed in CrossFit and I have done you know this is the first that I've really, really focused on more, you know, body bunk style lifting, mm -hmm. but I've done some power lifting and stuff like that. And it's just anytime you're under that, that pressure and that load, and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge mental thing. Yeah. And I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and what I'm capable of and, and the limits I'm willing to push because of doing, you know, heavy work. Oh, oh yeah. Um, that's, it's 100% you. I mean, you can go to your job every day and be the best at your job, but at the end of the week, you're still going to have the same paycheck. Um, of course, you can get a raise and, yeah. and, and all that stuff, but that's dependent on another person. Yeah, another person true. has to give you a raise. Another person has to give you a promotion. You could be a really hard worker, but during you know, you're going to get the same thing every day unless someone else helps you. But when yeah. you're in the gym, that's 100% you. Huh, um, I never thought about that. Way. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. That's why I like lifting weights is because I don't have to rely on anyone else to, to 
give me my muscles or to get me anywhere. It's all me. I don't have yeah. to rely on someone to give me a raise. I don't have to rely on someone to say, okay, you've hit 210, I'm going to let you hit 220 now. Yeah, it's, it's you. It's just me. Yeah. Um, and that's why I like it so much. Um, so I feel like with the whole self-awareness thing, it's, it's it, you are all, it's all you, 100%. No one has anything to do with it besides you. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that's the way. <laughs> so so now, I mean, how do, you, how do you stay so patient and so motivated? excitement okay you know you, yeah. you you have a plan you know and you have goals that you want to get to and uh what one of the things i like to do and other other guys like to do it too um i like to completely cover up um when i lift. yeah i'm used to always lifting a hoodie and yeah. sweatpants yeah um hood I, up. <laughs> yep <laughs> uh so i have you know hat big sweater um i like now i just get big huge oversized sweaters and yeah. i don't take them off okay. um and i and i train and train and train and uh and then once I've trained, you know, you know, twelve weeks, whatever, then I'll take it off. Yeah. And uh, and of course, you see yourself at home in the mirror, but yeah. it's not a pump. You don't have a pump. It's you don't, different when you're. It's gym. completely yeah. different. You yeah. have no idea what you look like under the lighting, everything. Yeah. So you know, with the patience and excitement, you know, it's okay because it's like you go in there, um, and you know, if you have a tank top on, sometimes I used to like look at myself in the mirror and I'd be upset and it would ruin my workout yeah. because I wouldn't like the way I looked when yeah. I looked in the mirror, but. When I have a hood, uh, a sweatshirt on or whatever, I can't see what I look like. So that doesn't affect me. Nothing's going to bring my workout yeah. down. Because, well, you can really focus on the weights. Yeah. You, and, I, you, and I think a lot of people, when they think about bodybuilding, they think, oh, they're just, just obsessed with the way they look. Yeah. And I think you, honestly, you are, are different in the way you think about it, whereas you have performance-related goals as well. Yeah. And you put up some incredible numbers with your lifts. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Moving into um, how this ties in with, so this is, we most of the time we're talking more about um, functional fitness. So doing things that help people uh, be better at their everyday lives, whatever the job is, things like that. And a lot of people don't, they don't <laughs> give bodybuilding any credit when it comes to making them better at what they're doing. Like yeah. they're, they're okay with, uh, and CrossFit has really developed Olympic lifting, and they're okay. They think Olympic lifting is is functional. Yeah. And they think powerlifting is functional, CrossFit is functional, kettlebells, all this stuff. But for some reason, bodybuilding has been this thing. Where, well, it's just to make you look good. It yeah. has nothing to do with functional fitness. So what I always and I still go back to this, Ricky. I remember there was this wall in Shepherdstown that was above my chins and. Yeah. You stood right in front of that thing, and this is when you weighed about, you weighed still over 200. Yeah. You did a box jump. You like stood feet together and uh -huh. you jumped on that thing. Yeah. And I was like, people don't understand. You're, like, you're an athlete. You have a mm -hmm. pretty high level of athleticism. Yeah. I think if you were to go out and play flag football or something, you'd yeah. probably tear it up. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people think that it, the muscles are all, all show and no go is the word they use yeah. a lot. And... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there are some people out there, so, some uh, some bodybuilders who who can't put up big numbers or focus more on a pump. Yeah. But honestly, still with with that level of muscle, you can still do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people don't understand that there is some qualities to isolation movements and hypertrophy training that they need to incorporate in their programs. Yeah. So with straight shot training, my mm -hmm. with my program we do several hypertrophy cycles a year. And mm -hmm. whether or not the people on the program want to gain weight or not, yeah. that's all up to their calories, obviously. Because yeah. if you're not in a caloric surplus, you're not going to gain that much exactly. muscle. But teaching them how to actually be under load, be under some tempos, mm -hmm. doing these movements are going to help them build muscle if that's their goal. Yeah. Even if they're not building muscle, just learning how to you know, actually be aware of what their body is doing when yeah. they're lifting um, is, is something I think people can benefit from. So what do you think it is 
about the functional fitness world, and specifically, you know, people like CrossFitters or Olympic yeah. lifters, why are they so anti bodybuilding? Because it's just when you look at it, it just <laughs> seems ridiculous sometimes. You know, yeah. it's a very it's very vain. Yeah. Um, you know, people look at it and they think that they're just into themselves, and it's it's just all about how you look and 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 nothing else. Because for them, you know, when you get on the stage, there is no weights. There's no nothing you're performing really you're just showing your yes. muscles yeah um and it's all visual yeah um so they kind of forget all of the work and everything that you have to do i i think for i don't know what it is i guess it's maybe just because the dudes are big and they're easy to pick uh, on because the, they're yeah they, it's just yeah. it's 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 uh just like going back to that movie another time arnold yeah. said uh, one of his most famous quotes is um he says a lot of people look at him and say it's strange what you're doing and yeah. his response is you know, getting in a car and driving, you know, a mile in under 60 seconds or whatever he said is strange to me. Yeah. And he said, you know, this might be strange to you, but what you like is strange to me. And I can say the same thing. Like, yeah, uh, I'm not really big into computers and I'll never understand it. And, yeah. You know, I'm not, it, it's, I don't think it's strange, but I just don't understand. Yeah. Like when people talk about coding, I'm like, I have no idea yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so there is always that thing that you, not understanding what you don't know or what you're not into yeah um well and it also goes also goes back to you you were talking about being open-minded in the beginning yeah. is I, I think that people need to be a little bit more open-minded about even if you don't care for the posing and stuff like that appreciate the work that goes into this because a lot of people they also don't like the food and the, yeah. the cutting the water weight and stuff like that but just like you know take something because there's a lot of stuff that i don't like about about weightlifting and crossfit and yeah. kettlebell sport but you can take the things that you like from it. Yeah. And you don't have to bash the whole thing just because you don't like something about it. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, quickly, what what things do you think functional fitness practitioners and functional fitness athletes can learn from bodybuilding? Um, from bodybuilding. Uh, from the training. From the training. Well, you know, there's there's several things. You you have the mindset, you know, because it help, it it teaches you to push yourself. It teaches you what you're capable of, um, which translates in to your profession, what you do, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you are, if you work, you know, with your hands for a living, you know, you're going to be more self-aware of what you can and can't do. Yeah. You're going to have more confidence in, you know, your strength than yeah. you might not otherwise have. Um, you might have more mental strength because, you know, you push yourself really hard and, you know, your diet and your training and you're just a stronger individual in yeah. your mind. Because, um, you know, it not only strengthens your muscles, it strengthens your mind. Yeah. Um, I think that people and people are, from CrossFit are getting into a little bit more of isolation movements thanks to um, a guy named Marcus Philly who used to do CrossFit. Now he does a, He runs a company that where they do what's called functional bodybuilding. Okay. So it's a blend of CrossFit type stuff uh -huh. and, and metabolic conditioning and circuits, but also some isolation movements because this guy realized, uh, you know, I'm 35 and I'm getting banged up doing just compound movements. Yeah. But if I spend some time and do some isolation work, I'm not getting biceps tendonitis anymore. I'm not getting rotator cuff injuries because I'm actually able to individually strengthen these yeah. different sections. So for a lot of people, um, like I don't program many isolation movements in just because of, for the sake of time and yeah. the average person, you know, isn't into too many of those things. But I yeah. think that people can learn a lot and take a lot of those things from bodybuilding. Of course. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's also the, 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 just the strength in general you get from it when you have to do stuff at home carrying the couch in your house. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. You know what I mean? It makes that stuff so much easier. Yeah, and you still, especially if you're if you're training heavy enough and doing the program like you're talking about, you're going to get really strong. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And that, that helps. I mean, people might think, I don't need to be strong, but, 
I mean, there's all kinds of like yeah, you have to carry the trash out to the. Making the, your Vince strong makes you better at everything. It does. And you I know, told somebody said the other the other way the other day something about not wanting to be too strong. I can understand somebody not wanting to be too big. I said, too, I said yeah. being too strong. I said that's like a car being too fast or like a girl being too pretty. Yeah, because there's no such thing. Yeah, <laughs> there is because you might you might you don't have to use all of the strength, but you, yeah. there's gonna be different things that require you to use some of it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It, for everyone, not just you know people who, who are athletic or, or, or do stuff, I mean, everyone, you have to, you know, you always, if you want to re, uh, re, reorganize your room, you know, my girlfriend's Move always reorganizing her room. And you can do it yourself. <laughs> and she, you know, her bed's very heavy and, you know, yeah. it, you know, if she didn't exercise and stuff, she wouldn't be able to do that on her own. You yeah. Know, she would need help. Yeah, so I think people maybe need to see if, if, if you've tried different things, styles of exercise, maybe try doing a bodybuilding style yeah. workout and seeing that you know, maybe you might like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely worth a shot. Being yeah. open-minded is... It's definitely the best thing. You I can think do. it's a huge key from from almost everything we we keep coming back to. Just just go into it with an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So with with everybody interview, I always do a lightning round. Okay. So spring this morning because I gave you uh, a little prep. Didn't prep you for this one. No, you didn't. So I'm just gonna give you a, <laughs> I'm give you a quick question. All you right. give me like a one or two word answer unless there's something more you need to add to, add okay. to it. So favorite cheat food. Cheat food. Oh God. Uh, hot dogs. <laughs> I remember we used to have hot dog parties Bu- with our roommate Nick. Buffet, yeah. You guys had a hot dog buffet where you laid out all the condiments and you would go crazy. Yep. You would eat like eight to ten hot dogs. Yep. Yep. I had a whole pack the other day. <laughs> right. So favorite food while bulking? Ooh, uh, that's not a cheat meal? Yeah, like what's going to help you get the most calories in that oh. you can eat a ton of? Um, egg whites. Okay. Um, I, I, I just... Because you can just drink them right out the carton. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because that's not my favorite is in terms of, like, taste, obviously. Yeah, but, but it's just the easiest way to yeah, get it in. Like, you can wake up and yeah. drink a carton and go, and that's 50 grams right there. That's pretty disgusting. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> favorite food while cutting? Um, ooh. Favorite food while cutting? I know this is not lightning because I'm not fast. <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, buffalo wings. I don't buffalo know wings. what I'm, jeez, thank you. Uh, but, <laughs> buffalo wings. If, okay. you, if you go to the, the market and you get um, chicken wings, yeah. non-breaded, just just regular chicken wings. Bake and them. It, yeah, you just soak them in buffalo sauce, which has no carbs. Yeah. Um, you soak them in that, bake them, and you got buffalo wings. It's Sweet. delicious, there no carbs, go. high protein. There you go. Uh, favorite exercise? Bench press. Okay. Least favorite exercise? Bench press. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> I'm going to say one with squats. It was like, what's your favorite exercise? I was like, squats? Oh, gosh, I hate squats sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love hate. Yeah. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? A bear. And why? Because. Besides the fact that you literally look like one right now with your hair. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're very large, um, very powerful, but, you know, they can be very gentle. You know, they yeah, just kind okay. of mind their own business. Yeah, um, and they're just they're just pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen someone try? Maybe a program or eating. Weirdest thing you've seen someone try for the sake of bodybuilding? The weirdest thing. Um, well, this might not be weird. Yeah. It's something that I've never tried, but I've always been kind of curious about. Um, is these guys will do like a hundred reps? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like they'll do like hundreds and hundreds and yeah. hundreds of reps um, <laughs> with like virtually no weight. Um, I feel like that would be detrimental to my size, but um, I, I do see that sometimes where people will come in and do like a hundred reps, three sets of you know bicep curls, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, how weird was I in college? 
how weird were you in college? <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I thought you were a lot weirder than in retrospect. <laughs> Looking back, I was like, oh, gosh, I was pretty weird in college. I think we all were, man. You're yeah, finding yourself. Yeah, you're trying to figure who you are. Who yeah. you are. Well, for me, a lot of it was I was really trying to figure out like what type of trainer I wanted to be. Yeah. Like I really respected you as a bodybuilder, but I was like CrossFit was just starting then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so confusing. Like what's – and honestly, I think being around you – and being open-minded about the concept of, of bodybuilding made me a, a better trainer because I was so open to the, hey, let's try this, let's yeah. incorporate this. So I was able to actually, over a decade, develop my own style of training, which kind of incorporates different stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would that be? Superpower, flight. Flight? Yep. I want to fly everywhere, anywhere <laughs> So I want. you wouldn't want to teleport. That's why I always ask people, <sighs> would you rather teleport, just be there, or do you want to experience the flight? I want to experience the okay, flight. That's what everybody says. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I'd have to just fly super fast because I'm still I want to get there quickly. Yes. <laughs> uh, one one sentence of advice for anyone wanting to build muscle. Um, one sentence of advice. Try new things. Um, yeah. You know, don't don't read one thing or have your best friend tell you something or have a big guy at the gym tell you something and, and just think that that's written law. Um, read, uh, find out on your own. Um, because I, a lot of people will ask me a lot of questions in the gym. They'll come up to me and say, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? Yeah. And I get mad at them when they ask me. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I'm, I'm mad at them. It's just, it's just I want them to research. Yeah. I want them to go yes. home and read. I think that's part of it is that, you know, it's, you and I have been doing this type of stuff for so long mm -hmm. that it, and Google wasn't around. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> around. Yeah, and we really had to dig for this stuff. Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of the process is people need to do a little bit of research on their yeah. own. Don't do what I tell you to do because I told you to do yeah. it. Look it up and exactly. try it for yourself. Yeah, that's um, yeah. That's that's the main thing is just re research on your own because yep. the more you can read, the more you learn, the better it's going to be than if you just ask somebody. Yeah. All right. Last one here. All right. What advice would you give the sixteen-year-old Ricky to keep him motivated, keep grinding? Oh man. Skinny sixteen-year-old Ricky. Skinny sixteen-year-old Ricky. Uh, oh God. Like to maybe help you help um, you avoid mistakes or help you stay focused mentally. My. Be more confident. Okay. Um, be more sure um, of what you're doing. Um, like I, I said before, like I'm more confident now, but I, I yeah. wish I had that back then. Yes. Um, I wish I was more sure of what I was doing then. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would have progressed so much more. But at the same time, you know, that I was learning. You know, I was young, so maybe not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have, honestly, <laughs> it's hard to say. Like because I think that you needed, and I know that I needed to go through trying things yeah. that didn't work. And it's, that's, yeah, it's su it's such a hard. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess, I guess uh, maybe not be more confident, but be, but commit, just commit. Yeah. You know, it's always maybe, maybe you yeah. know, yeah. when it comes to shows and stuff or, or doing that, it's always you know maybe yeah. if I do it, I feel like just do it. Yep. Just do it. That's awesome. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Ricky. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we definitely have to have you back. We can get a little bit into more supplements. Yeah. There's like a ton of stuff that we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, I would love to talk. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> and then food. We could actually, because I, I wanted to talk at some point about um, bulking on a budget. Yes. That's a huge thing that for is people. A huge and I feel thing. like you had it down. Yeah. And I've, I, and I've got it. I feel like I've got it pretty down now yeah. over the past 10 years of, of doing this. Yeah. But yeah. I love that. The whole, awesome. That's fun. Bulking cool. on a budget. All right. We'll get back into that. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yeah. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you can maybe view bodybuilding now from a new light. Like Ricky and I said, have an open mind, take what you like, and apply it in your training. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to Straight Shot Radio today, and if you have a second to leave us a rating on iTunes, 
that'd be fantastic. If you'd like to learn more about the training program that we offer, check out all you'll get with a subscription to Straight Shot Training at straightshottraining.com. As always, if you'd like to connect with us, you can do so at any time on social media using the handle at straightshottraining. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.